You're listening to the 411 on Mousecapades Radio. It's my station. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios... Here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Gina and Matt. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 855, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that we all work for the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical vacation for you anywhere in the world. Text Vicki, Matt, or myself, Gina, for a free quote at 636-373-4497. Well, we all love talking Disney, and one of the things we thought would be fun to discuss would be our favorite lands in the park. So hold on tight. We're going to see what we all think are our favorite lands and why they're our favorite land. We hope you'll join in and see if you agree. I'll let you guys start. I do want my number one. I don't know. <laughs> so we're doing Disney World only because Matt hasn't been to Disneyland. So I figure we could do a follow-up to this for Disneyland once you're back. That sounds good to me. Because I started saying to Gina I, when I was listing those, I'm like, wait, Matt hasn't been to Disneyland. We can't talk to those. That's not fair. Not yet. Very close. 20-something days. The only park there is DCA that has different lands. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like they still, no, they still have Adventureland. Yeah, but I'm just saying uh, DCA is the one that has different lands. It's like, I feel like DCA is a combination of Hollywood Studios and Epcot. (laughs) It kind of is. That's how it appears, at least. When you get there, it will not appear that big, though. (laughs) No, I'm I'm well prepared for everything. It's going to be small and tight. It's just so weird. Like, you don't even notice the castle. Because it's a baby. <laughs> well, my least favorite land, is, we'll start with the Magic Kingdom, because that's got the most lands. My least favorite land is probably Storybook Circus. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. It's nice back there, and I like the train station. But, uh, man, I've always loved, like, Adventureland. That's my number one. <laughs> like that jungle vibe, the tiki vibe, you know, all wrapped together with adventure. Like, the music is amazing, but I, I also love, love, love the music of Frontierland. Like, the Tumbling Tumbleweed soundtrack that they run. Like, man, I could sit in there for hours and listen to just that soundtrack. Like, it immediately makes me feel like a little kid, you know, like running back to Bright Splash Mountain, R.I.P. But if I had to live in a land, I would all day live in Adventureland. Like, it's, you know, it's just got it all. You know, cool jungle ride with the awesome humor, pirates legendary ride Dole whip lives in there the tiki room like i love the tiki room like the songs in that are are jamming like every time we're like we're always like getting down and we're just sitting there bored i'm like living little people this is fun uh yeah eventually i get my vote so um i i swore to sarah when we were recording for wednesday show that i would give a shout out to her because adventureland is her favorite as well i'm like matt just the 
the sounds, the music, the atmosphere, as soon as you walk over that bridge and you see the sign that says Adventureland, it's like, but I think part of it is because I love the Caribbean and it's kind of got that Caribbean vibe when you, you know, just listening to it. Like you said, tulips, um, duh. (laughs) (laughs) That's where they, that's their home. Right. And the cheeseburger egg rolls, which you still have to give us the recipe for. Like I can close my eyes right now and distinctly remember walking around like the outside of the pirate's ride at like 10 years old, having a little shooters. Cause back then you could buy like fake little pistols that actually yeah. like clicked and fired. Uh, like I see it vividly, that whole area and it's never changed. So it's like, as soon as I step foot in Adventureland, I'm 10 years old and it's the days on like, I love that place. That's awesome. That can bring that memory. I think this is a nostalgia reason for me. I would say Tomorrowland. I know you guys are going to maybe poo-poo me. That's my second. And I was going to say Adventureland second. I think Tomorrowland, it is nostalgia for us because of Space Mountain. People Mover. People Mover, People Mover, People Mover, Monsters, Inc., Laugh Floor, and Carousel of Progress. We've never, this is hilarious, as many times as we've been there, we have never rode those cars because we're like, it's like six flags. We got better things to do. <laughs> so, we, so we ride the other stuff. But I don't know. I could sit in there and listen to the person that does people movers voiceover mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over. So I think it is a nostalgia thing for me. But um, I just love Tomorrowland. And I know I've talked to Lee Suggs from Cali many times because he said that we were really lucky to still have our people mover. Yeah, and they, they just redid the narration on the people mover. But last year they had a, a guy redo it and he still did a great job. Like it's it's the same spiel. But yeah, we love Tomorrowland people. That's my wife's minivan. Her license plates say people mover. That's awesome. Yeah, it is blue and everything. It's like the same color. We had to do it. Oh, yeah. I saw your plates. You showed yeah, that to me. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's like nostalgic Disney, like Adventureland, Tomorrowland, like Fantasyland's fun, but I have so many, you know, young memories, you know, as Tomorrowland has evolved, like I can remember back in like the Delta ride, you know, stuff like that from when I was a, a child. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a people mover, there would be quite the uproar if anything ever happened to that. Cause Kelly, like, I know they've, Everyone always complains, where's our people mover? Where's our people mover? Because they should have it, but they just don't. I don't know why. So they did something and it cracked the foundational structure of it. So it's like the Yeti. It's just doomed. Yeah, something. You've never been on the Speedway? No. I haven't either. What? Yeah, and I've never done Carousel of Progress either. You've never seen Mickey's Philhar Magic, so I get a free pass on, on the racetrack. We'll go on. It's fun. We love it because the, the boys get to drive. I just push down the pedal and then they give me high blood pressure. <laughs> so it's a good practice for when they can drive their cars. <laughs> yes. It's preparing me. I've got some time still. Um, so what other land? I agree with big, the circus. I think it's good for families with small children though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I like, I liked the big top area, the big top store better prior to the refurb. Yeah, that's my wife's favorite, like, souvenir store is the Big Tops. I mean, like, the Dumbo queue is nice because it's air-conditioned. You can just sit there and your kids can burn off energy. Uh, but I, I hate splash zones. Like, especially, in, I'm like, why do you, who wants to get wet in the Magic Kingdom? Like, here, let's walk around for 10 hours, go get wet. I know kids, but 
Like, I was just like, ew. I, I would try to avoid that. You bring area. your grandma and grandpa to watch the kids in the splash area and you go ride all the rides. Do not leave the kids by yourself. As yeah, we, I was going to say. How as we've it? said to you multiple weeks, here's your box of popcorn, Johnny. Like, it's a it's a beautiful area, super well done. Like, I love looking down and seeing, like, the wagon tracks and the peanuts and stuff like that. Uh, it's just not my favorite. It seems like they have a lot of characters over there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially during like special events, Halloween Christmas parties, they always utilize those back areas for like the seven dwarfs meet and greet. Liberty Square has holds tons of nostalgia. It holds my favorite ride. Yes. Just an awesome area too. And the food over there in Liberty Square is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Haunted Mansion. Yes. I mean, there's no land walking through that you're not just like in awe of and love, but there's certain places like I'm telling you, anytime I I hear like kind of like twangy music. I immediately think of Frontierland. Frontierland. Like, yes. Yeah. Look up that Tumble and Tumbleweed song. As soon as you hear it, you'll recognize it and be like, oh, yes. Like, <laughs> it's like ASMR for my Disney hearts. Sometimes when you hear the music and stuff, like it just like instant, like you can smell the food from Pico's Bills and you can hear the kids screaming on, you know, Big Thunder and and always, that's whenever I'm like doing my doing chores, I put on parks music or I put on live streamers and crank it. I do the same thing. The source of radio, and um, I, that's what I listen to during the workday. Oh my gosh! So this is interesting that we're talking about that because that is what I play is those in the classroom. A lot of times now I'm teaching music, so we're doing other music. We can't just play music all day, like instrumental, and. One of the kids said, my dad says that music rots your brain. And I said, because I was saying that music is good. It it makes your brain work better. It helps like keep you moving and inspires you. Just different things. And that kid said, my dad says music rots your brain. I said, what kind of music was your dad talking about? And he said, all music. And I said, when you have conferences, bring your dad here. Because I want to talk to him because that's not true. Like, was your dad in Footloose? Like, was he? No, I was thinking... I'm thinking Ozzy Osbourne. I'm like, what are you talking? What kind of music is he saying rots his brain? I listen to all the above. My brain's pretty good still. (laughs) For the most part. And that's not the music that I played in my classroom anyway. Because when I was saying the kids were like, remember when we listened to the brain music? Because that's what I always called it. it. It helps your brain just move better and helps stimulate your brain. I don't know. There's lots of studies on it, which is why now there's music therapists. But yeah, um, I like Fantasyland too. We kind of touched on that a little bit, or Matt did. I think we see fantasy. I think that's where most of the movies are. Although we do have Pirates of the Caribbean and Jungle Cruise, so I'm not pleading my case here. <laughs> I'm sitting- my favorite part of, of Fantasyland is the Rapunzel bathroom. I That makes me sad. The, the, you know who's sad about that? My 23-year-old son. He's like, that's one of the best, you know, soundtracks and movies. Uh-huh. You know, he was probably right before he turned a teenager when that movie came out. And he just is devastated that they could not give her a ride and she gets a bathroom. <laughs> That's Abby's favorite movie. She loves Rapunzel. And um, we are, every time we're in there, we always look for all the pascals. Mm-hmm. I know Matt was telling me where to look for them next time. Cause I've not done that yet. They're all over the place. I think we found pretty much all of them. I think maybe we were missing one. What's well, probably not considered a land, but it is, is, super iconic would be main street yeah so all of us start our disney day that's my favorite as soon as you turn the corner of the castle bam <laughs> yeah it never gets old like that 
that's 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 the best uh what else every what time else? i cry my husband's with me he's like are you really crying he's like you see this all the time I'm like, you <laughs> i get it i get it i just it's it's just like with my mom when we took her for that first time and all those years i mean she was 69 so think about all the time she watched a disney movie and saw that castle and thought i'll probably never get to see this in my lifetime and then she did and it just like overwhelmed her yeah she was like awesome I don't feel that way about the castle at Disneyland. <laughs> no. I can't believe it, but I'm sorry. But the Disney World one, it's just like instant tears as soon as I see it. <laughs> that and the combination of the original When You Wish Upon a Star, uh, like beginning, or like what used to be on the old clamshells. Like I, when whenever I hear that, I'm just like, oh, my eyes are sweaty. Because like, <laughs> I mean, talk about your childhood. Like that was my childhood and teenage years and adult years and you know nowadays but and then also when you're walking out and you hear the kiss good night i mean i don't even know if they still do that anymore i thought they still did do that people that don't even know about that like that like i can't wait till the boys are older and we can close out the park like that they're still a little still like young for that but uh yeah that's <laughs> a great way to end it stop the evening and then there's like no one left in the parks like right. Well, I posted something about it one time when we were there and I took a little snippet video and said, um, the kiss goodnight before Magic Kingdom closes tonight. So then the next morning I wake up and my cousin's tagged on there. Why is the Magic Kingdom closing? What happened? And I was like, for the night. And that's like one of the few things left that has Jiminy Cricket in it, too. That's what I like. They've like shoved him out of the off the stage completely almost. Which is sad because I used to love to him introducing the Disney movies. With with Tinkerbell. Yes. Bring that back, Disney. Please. And the Magical Express while you're at it. Um, (laughs) I think we got Magic Kingdom pretty well covered. Now, with Epcot, they've renamed everything. (laughs) So it's like purple, you know, earth, wind, and fire. I'm not sure sure what's what. But let's call it Future. Was it used to be Future World? And then World Showcase. That was it, right? We're going to call it former walcott <laughs> yeah, it's still walcott it's it's still walcott we were talking about that the other night oh, it's just a pain in the butt to walk around there it, like oh did you see that they vicky they are going to have the moana stuff done by the time we're there in october Woo-hoo. oh nice thank the lord yeah they're soft opening that aren't they for cast members cast members right now yeah and they had the um social media people in already I think they're sneaking them in, Matt, through a side door so we can't see anything until yeah. it's time. <laughs> I'm in your party. All right, come on. I did see on TikTok one of the social media guys uh, posted a video where they had the, the opening from them where they it was a social media event. Mm-hmm. They got to interact with it. It looked pretty cool. The walls aren't helping anything just because you can get in the little monorail and right over the top and look at the stuff. Just take them down already. Yeah, it looks good. Well, I love the living in the land area. Like that whole, yeah, and, and everything over there is always never waits. Like whenever the park is busy, we just head over there and ride whatever we want as many times as we want. And then by the time that's done, by the time we're done with that, then it's starting to get busy. So then you go over to the other side. Yep. We do the same thing. I saw of uh, some live streamers and the guy had a Living the Land t-shirt. And it, I was like, oh my God, where did you get that? I have to find it. Like, Isn't it on food blog? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to check. Let me take a note. You should check because Brad just got a really cool shirt and says 
all the ways I like to get around and it's all the, or something to that effect and has all the different kinds of transportation at Disney monorail Skyliner and the buses and boats. And it's really cool. And some people stopped him when we were there in June because he had it on. I just got one that says, take me to my happy place. And it's yeah. got Apple and big thunder and nice. They have some really cute shirts. And if you watch them, they give discounts a lot. Like they'll say, if you're watching this, put in some special code and you get 25% off this time or off your total order. So I usually watch when I see that, then I go on and get everybody a shirt. The only one that doesn't really wear his is Joey. I Last year I got Brad that one with half, it's got half of Winifred uh, Sanderson's face. And then it says, what a beautiful morning, Miss. And that's Brad, is how Brad feels about the morning. <laughs> He's just like, oh, Lord, what time is it? And I'll be like, 8 o'clock. He's like, I'm going back to sleep. 8 o'clock? That's late. <laughs> oh, he doesn't get out till night. His first meeting's 9.30. Oh, wow. I've already been at school for two hours or more at that point. Yeah, I'm like, I've been up for four and a half hours already. <laughs> I already got half my work day in. I'm off at one. <laughs> All right, we digress because that's what we do. Um World Showcase obviously is like half half the park, and that's number one. It was most people love about Epcot. Like it's got it all. Too many festivals uh, for like they should do like one month a year where's no booths, just enjoy the. Pavilion. We would be bored. We wouldn't know what to do. You could enjoy the. You, you would go inside the pavilion. <laughs> I've probably only been in four of those pavilions, and for all the times <laughs> I've been. Mexico, Canada, Japan, and Norway. That's it. Like, And so over Hollywood Studios, my number one would be Toy Story Land. I love Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I do. It's very well themed. But I think that I would pick Toy Story Land over that one. I mean, the bathrooms are themed. <laughs> it just yeah. blows me away. They got blocks spelling out boys and girls. The whole interior is, you know, the primary colors of like it's Andy's bathroom at his house and just really, really cool. Especially at night. Toy Story Land at night is a whole different thing. Like it's just, like Galaxy's Edge at night. Yeah, they, they both have, I mean, it's like two different worlds, obviously. Uh, but yeah, everything. Like if I wish the park stayed open until two in the morning like they used to because I would go at sunset. Right. Like the parks at night, that's my favorite thing on this planet is the Magic Kingdom at night. Like Yeah, me too. Hollywood Boulevard, that's probably my favorite. That's what I was going to say. Hollywood Boulevard is my favorite. I love that song that's from uh, all the Captain America movies that's always playing. Mm -hmm. Just sitting there, chilling, watching people walk up and down with that song. Like when uh, I went down for homecoming the year before, I sat there for like two hours and just listened to music and watched people in Tower Terror, listen to people screaming. Like, mm -hmm. got a great vibe. Like, I love it. Yeah. I like to sit. This is not a land, but I like to sit at the ABC commissary outside because the music is all movie related. TV shows, soundtracks. All the soundtracks to the movies and stuff. So like okay. Father of the Bride and I can't even think of all of them off the top of my head, but we just love to sit there and we'll be like, oh, Father of the Bride. And we'll <laughs> see who can guess first which one's being played at that time or whatever when we're taking some chill time. The old streets of New York were awesome. Oh, I miss those. When they had the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids area. That, oh, yeah, I remember that. That's like nostalgia. People are probably like, what are you talking about? I was probably 11, maybe, when Honey, I Shrunk the Kids stuff was there. <laughs> Back when it was the old MGM. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it, it it was there until they closed the Backlot Tour, but... I miss that. I miss Backlot Tour. That was my favorite as a kid. So somebody, one of my clients is going, but she, this is her first time going when her husband went. She said, my husband was telling me about this place that the kids are really small and everything's really big. And I said, yeah, that's not there anymore. And she goes, it's not. And I was like, oh, honey, it's been gone a while, almost as long as the hat that I know was not supposed to be there, Christy, when you're listening. But I just love the hat because it was the first thing I saw when I went there. You know, they had that hat at the entryway to our hotel in Disneyland, but it was boarded up so you couldn't see it. I have pictures of it from when I was there in December. Aww. But it's the hat and it lit up at night. So excited for you, Bat, to go there. I'm the same with me. I've been, <laughs> I'm like, all I do is watch vloggers. I've got rope drop strategies down. Realistically, you don't have to rope drop. Right. I'm telling you that now because Californians, they like to sleep in. The parks do not get busy until like 10, 30, 11-ish. We had knocked out a lot of things by then. Gina and Tammy and I got there quite a bit late. We're, we're digressing again, listeners. We're very sorry, but we know you like to hear about Disney. So we got there after like lunchtime mm-hmm. that day and we still knocked out a lot of rides before Stephanie got there. And we even went back and, and like swam. Yeah. Back at the resort. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot different. It is completely different, but it's a good different. Yeah. Well, I, I keep saying it's going to be like a bizarre, like a strange familiarity. It's like, I don't know where I'm at, but I do know where I'm at because it's right. so similar. Uh, like we said, we like to digress here. All right. Animal Kingdom. Pandora. Pandora is number one <laughs> across the board. Pandora at night again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it needs to be open at night because it hardly is open for sundown anymore. That's why I like fall trips. Like if you're going from like October to January, the sun sets at like 5 p.m. If the park's open until 7, you get two hours of dark. Like that's the only time, really. I was making my touring plans for October because I don't know if you all heard the story, but I came back from from Disneyland with COVID. Okay, oh, I had to take extra days off from work, and it ate up my paid time off. So now, when we go in October, I have to work. So I am working until twelve thirty every day. So we're not going to get to the parks until like one thirty in the afternoon because we'll probably eat lunch before. We're not going to do any sit down dining this time. We're just going to go to the parks and eat quick service. And you know, we have a kitchen and stuff in our condo. So. I was making my touring plans today just to, you know, see if we could pretty much get everything in we wanted. And I wanted to do the awakening of the tree and they're not doing it. Oh, really? Because it's like right almost at park close. It's like an hour from park close. What a stink. Yeah. That was a really cool experience for sure. I know. And I wanted to see it. It was on my list. I'm like, no, you can't. It's not doing it. (laughs) You just had to go back. I mean, I like they've got each land in that park really well themed, mm-hmm. but Pandora is just over the top. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like it's literally a different planet. I can't wait until they redo Dinosaur Land. They do Dinosaur, Dinosaur USA or whatever it's called. I think, oh, I hate that area. The level of detail that are in Asia, especially yes. like, oh, by the whole Yeti area, like that's pretty next level. Like, obviously, is you know, the brainchild of Joe Rody. But like that whole Asia to Africa stretch, like you feel like you're there. Correct. Like like down to the graffiti, to the things stapled on posts, like, you know. To the weather. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be, be blazing hot. If Pandora wasn't the magnificent thing that it was, I'd be hard pressed to say Asia. Yeah, Asia is my number two. I like Asia. It's beautiful over there. Yeah, but I mean, the floating mountains, like, you almost like walk into people because you're always looking up, like, how, how is this real? Now I need to go to Animal Kingdom. It's the magic. It is. <laughs> Disney is very good at theming. That's for dang sure. They've got them down to a T. They really do. They own it. Second place is Universal. Now they need to bring it Imagineering back to movies. <laughs> I think that's going to be a while. <laughs> I, think that sh- I think that ship sunk. We'll just let it go. <laughs> that was not funny. <laughs> I thought you were going to start singing. Let it go. Let it go. That's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, come on, Matt. Nope. Maybe give me like the mountains or some thin air and I might sing something, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I think we touched on all of them. Although I feel like Disney Springs has its own lands too. <laughs> yeah, they do. You're right. Called Gideon's. <laughs> it's the only thing anybody needs to know about Disney Springs. Oh, no, I, I like the food there. Yeah, the Gideon's food. <laughs> Eat cookies. Paddlefish. RIP cookies. And the, what is that? Oh, the Polite Pig. I love the Polite Pig over there. I still haven't eaten there, but I need to. Yeah, everybody says that place is awesome. They have the best margaritas ever. Like, it, it's like those Italian margaritas that we got at um, Disneyland, at Wine Country. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's crazy at the Wine Country. I don't know. I just, uh, I'm looking forward to this trip in October, even though it's going to be kind of weird. Because you have to work. Yeah. Just stack lightning lanes all day while you're working. Well, I'm not even going to buy lightning lane. Actually, looking at the crowd calendar, it's going to be really low that week. It's my birthday week. Because we're going to be there at the same time. I'm going to Mickey's Not So Scary on my birthday. Depending on how how much overtime I can work, I think I'm buying tickets for it. But it, it just depends on my overtime. If I don't get enough overtime to pay for the tickets, then I'm not doing it. I'm super excited about it. That's going to be our down day anyway. Good way to do it. That's my down day too. And I finally got going to be going to Garden Grill so I can see what Matt and Chrissy are talking about. I've never ate there either. It's my favorite. That's so good. The breakfast. I mean, it's basic breakfast food, but it's so good. Like in the salsa and the meat and the characters and like it's like a ride, a very slow ride too, kind of. It's awesome. I hate to say it, but I think I think we're taking a hiatus from Disney for 2024. Oh my goodness! I know you'll have to live through vicariously. You have a pass; you have to go. Yeah, it's in the contract when you bought it. <laughs> well, we have a cruise um, scheduled for April for spring break, and then whatever the agency does, well, I'm planning on family then. Because we it probably won't be at Disney this year or next year, I should say. So um, I think I'm taking a hiatus. I, but I've got my money's worth already from my um, from my annual classes. Oh no, I know, and I will have definitely two. But yeah. I just don't know if I can skip a year. I'm there's an illness there. Yeah, no, I feel the same exact way. That's the goal. I mean, we weren't supposed to go in October and. Then we got this free condo for a week. So, you know, how can you turn that down? Yeah. Well, hopefully that'll happen next year, too. It'd be nice if it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is my husband's the one that came up with it. He was like, because it's his customer 
that is giving us the condo for the week. And then he was like, do you want to go to Disney World for a week? And I'm like, what? <laughs> you want to wait? You want to wake up tomorrow morning? <laughs> <laughs> We've sucked everybody in now. Now we know. Oh, he sec- he secretly loves it. But I, but Amy has Das Pass, so I think as soon as we get in there, we're just going to start stacking Das. Because as, oh, right. as soon as we scan in, we can get another one. So we're just going to stack them. And the, like I said, the uh, crowd predictors are saying it's not going to be that busy. Like the weekend's the busiest, but during the week, it's not going to be busy. So it'll be interesting. They moved our break back. So I know the last couple of years it's been busy. So it will be interesting to see. Well, our break is the week before. And that's the week that we thought we were having the condo. But then when his client sent us the information, it was the following week. So um, I have to take Abby out of school for a week. <laughs> It'll be okay. And Jake, Jake's homeschool, so. I think it was Samantha that was telling us on Monday. And I don't know if it made it to the show or not, because I don't, I haven't listened to the full show. But she was saying where they live that they consider Disney World educational. And so that's what I normally do with ours is I usually fill out that extended education form and they just basically give her like her work for the week before and then she can work on it. She has to turn it in when she's done. But a lot of teachers just have her write an essay on her trip. It's cultural. It's educational. Like where's this? Like where she live? That's where I want to live. (laughs) She lives um, 10 minutes from New Jersey. She lives in oh, that's right, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I listened to this show this morning. Like we're all over the place now. <laughs> Kentucky does the same thing, so it's nice. We need to get Sarah back. She was on Sunday, so that our Monday that was nice just to hear all the S's were on, and I was having a hard time with that because I was calling <laughs> the wrong person the wrong name. Ah, <laughs> oh, so crazy. It's been a while since I've been on here. Well, we we did it before we went on vacation. Yeah. You did the cruise one. Yeah, you did the cruise one. Yeah, that's right. That's that one right. came out this last Friday. And it just seems like forever ago, pre-COVID, before COVID. <laughs> Not that COVID, before your turn at COVID. About before Disneyland COVID, that's what that was. Yeah. That was awful. I still don't know how you and Stephanie didn't get it. Well, we've both had it. I think she's had it, I want to say twice. And so, I mean, I, that's the only thing I can that figure out. That was the second time uh, Tammy's had it. And I had never had it. Oh, it was awful. I don't ever want to go through that again. If I had to come back and had COVID on top of the basement situation, I might have just checked into a hotel. <laughs> well, now uh, COVID's going around here and the flu. My friend, uh, Mackenzie, we just did a wedding together and it was like at the end of my COVID, like I was out of quarantine and um, on Saturday and we were together and um, like I'm still hacking and stuff. And uh, she texted me yesterday and she's like, I am so sick. And she had the same symptoms that I did with COVID. And I'm like, are you sure you don't have COVID? She's like, I'm testing in the morning and she tested and it didn't come back positive. So she went to the doctor and she tested positive for AFLU. So flu is going around now too. And I haven't got my flu shot yet. Are they even out yet? I can't get them till October. <laughs> Not usually until September. Oh, for us, it's usually October. But I'm usually the first, I'm lined up in the nurse's office the first day they're available. They haven't sent our vouchers out yet from work because that's the only thing that I have to get for work. And I don't understand it because I work from home, but I have to get a flu shot. They're afraid you're going to give the flu to the dog. All right, listeners, we apologize. We totally went off the deep end, but we hope 
that uh, you got our, we'll sum it up because I think we all said adventure. Well, they said Adventureland for their first choice. Sarah got to phone in her vote because I know that's her favorite. She always tells us. And I said, Tomorrowland's my first choice for Magic Kingdom. Hollywood Studios, do we declare a tie? Well, I guess it was two. Matt and I both said. Hollywood Boulevard. And, yeah. I mean, I love them all. Like I know. They're all different. And they're, they're all, all awesome. So it's like. <laughs> It's like having it's like having six children. You love them all, and they're all different, and you love them all the same. <laughs> exactly for <Yes>. different reasons. <laughs> same thing with Epcot. <laughs> but I know we said Pandora for Animal Kingdom, but we also give a shout out to Asia and Africa because they are well done as well. Mm-hmm. Disney just does everything well. We know that. They do. We just need to get back on that imagination movie situation. <laughs> Creativity, we need to get that creativity, a little spark. Oh, he needs one little spark. Here you go. Now you're going to sing Figment. I'm not singing nothing. <laughs> Insert Figment here, Brad. <laughs> right here. Thank you. Imagination, imagination. A dream can be a dream come true. With just that spark. From me and you and me. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart of all creation, right at the start of everything that's new. One little spark lights up for you. So, well, thank you for listening to us. A few final reminders before we sign up. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. If you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, text Gina, Vicky, or me, Matt, at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades and More Podcast. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. Well, you guys, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Hurry back. Have a magical day, my friends. 